Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. When the fuel is in the fuel tanks, there's an explosion and the thing takes off. But you see, it can sit there on that launching pad. It can look like a rocket. It can have all of the capabilities of being a rocket. In fact, it is called a rocket, but it cannot function as a rocket because it has no fuel in the tank. It can't do what it's designed to do, in other words. So it is with the church. We look like a church. We have all the programs that the church has. We have the preacher and the choir and the orchestra and the congregation. It's called a church, but it doesn't function as a church because it has no prayer, no fuel. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. It's a new week, so make room for the Word of God to come alive in your heart as we begin a new teaching with Reverend Kenneth W. Hagen from his series, Prayer, the Power Plant of the Church. And later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for a powerful message. Listen closely. Now, I want to start a series called The Power Plant of the Church. The Power Plant of the Church. Of course, most of you understand that the power plant of the church is not in that mechanical building out there. Now, some people say that would be the power plant. Well, yeah, I guess it is when you're talking about lights and air and all of that. But I'm talking about the real power of the church. The real power plant of the church is spelled P-R-A-Y-E-R. What does that spell? Prayer. That is what makes the church go. Prayer is the most valuable asset that you have besides God's Word. That is your most valuable asset because it is your way to communicate with the Heavenly Father. Now Ephesians 6, 18 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto uh, with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Without prayer, the church is like one of these big, well, uh, uh, the shuttles, the space shuttles that they send into orbit. Now, they can, you can stand that thing up there and it can have all the computers, all the fuel tanks, all the rocket engines, everything, the wings, the fins, the guidance systems, everything in it can be working perfectly and naturally. The computer systems can be working perfectly and yet you can do the countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, contact ignition. And you know what happens? If there is no fuel in those fuel tanks, nothing. When the fuel is in the fuel tanks, there's an explosion and the thing takes off. But you see, it can sit there on that launching pad. It can look like a rocket. It can have all of the capabilities of being a rocket. In fact, it is called a rocket, but it cannot function as a rocket because it has no fuel in the tank. It can't do what it's designed to do, in other words. So it is with the church. We look like a church. 
We have all the programs that the church has. We have the preacher and the choir and orchestra and the congregation. It's called a church, but it doesn't function as a church because it has no prayer, no fuel. The power plant cannot do its job unless there is prayer. Prayer is the most essential thing that we can get a hold of for the moving and the operation of the Spirit of God. Now, as we come and approach this subject, there's a lot that has been written and preached on prayer, so I'm probably not going to say anything new that you haven't heard before. But it is my desire that I stir you up to pray, that I rekindle into you a desire to pray, if you had one and let it die out. It is my desire that some of you that are not prayers, that you become prayers. Now, when I was growing up in the church, even the churches that Dad pastored when I was a kid, and then growing up after being in the fourth grade when he went out on field ministry, the church always had what was called prayer warriors. But the prayer warriors were not people that were seen. A lot of times, some people didn't even know who the prayer warriors were. People just turn in a request and say, get to have the prayer warriors pray. They usually were in the back room somewhere because it is a ministry that you cannot afford to begin to stick your fingers under your lapels and say, I'm a prayer warrior. If you get into pride with it, it gets blown out of proportion and things don't happen properly. So I want us to understand that if you hear the term prayer warrior, there is no, there is no, there is no, I want you to say this with me, there is no connection between the term prayer warrior that pastor is using There is no connection between that and the warriors and warring tongues and all of that stuff that's going on nowadays. Do you understand that? Let me understand what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about prayer warriors, I, I am not talking about somebody that's leading the forefront. I am not talking about warring tongues. None of that's in the Bible. When it comes to intercession, I'm going to make this statement, there is no such thing as the ministry of intercession. Now, there is intercession, but there is no such thing as the ministry of intercession. Do you understand what I'm saying? If, if, you wanted to try to put it an, under a classification of a ministry, the only place that it could be placed would be under the ministry of helps. It is not one of the fivefold ministries that was put into the church for the perfecting of the saints. Now, 
many people are trying to use it for that. And they're trying to use it to control the church. But it was not put in to the church for the perfecting of the church and the control or operation of the church. That is not what intercession is for. This is more or less of an introduction and we'll get into the more nitty-gritty of it at other times. Now, the first thing I want you to understand that when we come together to pray, we come together to pray positive. We come with a positive attitude with positive praying. Well, what do you mean by that? I simply mean that we believe that God has given us an avenue whereby we can come and talk to him about different problems, different circumstances, and ask him to move in our midst. We believe that when we communicate with him that he will do what we ask him to do. That's what I mean by positive praying. Hello? Now, sometimes our prayers are like shots in the dark, just hoping that maybe something will happen. I don't know. I believe it's, I believe it's uh, old Jerry Clower. I believe he got some kind of an old funny deal that he does. Something about knock him down John or something like that. Anyway, John is up in the tree with the coon or some kind of animal. And the people on the ground are hollering, knock him down, John. If I remember right, I heard it one time years ago. I hadn't heard it since. But he's, they're hollering up there. Pretty soon he hollers down. He said, see, in coon hunters, somehow or another, he's supposed to shoot them. He's supposed to knock them down or something. I don't know nothing about hunting anyway. But anyway, he, finally he hollered out. He said, just shoot up here amongst us. One of us has got to have some relief. <laughs> in other words, just go ahead and fire. If you hit me, it's all right. If you hit the coon, it's all right. But, but one of us has got to have some relief. That's the way we pray sometimes. Oh, Lord, just do something. Anybody ever heard anybody pray that way? Oh, Lord, do something. That's the equivalent of shoot up here amongst us and let's see what happens. That's not the way you pray. Sometimes people pray sort of like uh, wishful thinking. You know, they pray sort of wishing and hoping that it might happen, but really not believing that it's going to happen. But they just, they just thought they'd pray and try it anyway. Ever heard anybody do that? But we got to understand that when we pray, we need to be specific with God and not wishful thinking, hoping it's going to happen. Maybe it will, but probably won't anyway. Hello. That's about like the old boy wanted to date the girl and he's told his buddy, he said, well, I'm going to ask her, but she probably won't go anyway. I can tell you right there, he probably, he ain't going to get no date because he got a negative attitude before he ever started. He already knows. And when he goes to ask her, he won't just ask her out. He just won't go up and say, Mary, uh, I, I'd like for you to go with me to such and such a place. No, he'll go up there and say, well, you know, you probably got something already planned anyway, but uh, just if you happen to be free, would you like to go with me? 
Well, nine times out of ten, he's going to get a no answer with that kind of an asking. Am I right? That's the way we do God. Well, Lord, now, you know, uh, well, I probably could live with this, and I probably could get by with it, but it sure would be nice if you'd sort of help me out on this, you know. That's not positive praying. That's wishful thinking praying. We need to get out of the shots in the dark. We need to get out of wishful thinking praying. And thirdly, we must quit shirking responsibility in our prayer life. Do you know how most people shirk their responsibility in the prayer life? They shirk their responsibility by adding to the end of their prayer, if it be thy will. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I want to talk about this for a moment. Prayer shaping the world around you. It's three CDs, one from my, one from my dad, Kenneth E. Hagan, one from Lynette Hagan, and one from Craig Hagan, our son, on prayer. And it will help you to shape the world around you so that you can live in the overflow. And that's what this book, book is about. Is about. I, right. I, I, did 10, I did 10 sessions on this. They made a book out of it, Overflow, Living Above Life's Limits. I want you to get a hold yes. of it because it will change your world. Call now and get this dynamic special offer. Don't delay. Call today. 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. It's been good, and we'll be expecting you tomorrow for Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.